This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Television Program. Also, if you're listening to me on Warning Radio, shortwave program, uh, some forms of social media, although right now on on YouTube, I've been uh, banned, been censored. So what's new? I mean, we're in a communist takeover right now. Uh, The presidential election so far has been stolen, and we just pray for a miracle. We, We see if the church will rise up and be what the church is supposed to be, because it has allowed uh, this to happen. In today's world, good has become evil, and evil is now good. One has to have faith not to get confused and sin. God's judgment falls on men whose faith is weak, and they compromise their values, beliefs, and morality to survive like the Christians did in Germany and Russia. Only strong living faith preserves a nation. America is being coerced by Black Lives Matter, Antifa, liberals, Democrats, the media, universities, Hollywood, Obama, Clinton, Bush, Pelosi, Biden, Harris, communist CIA director John Brennan, into becoming a communist country hostile to Judeo-Christian values. CNN, Brennan and others are calling for Christians and conservatives to be put into a concentration camp, to be deprogrammed because Trump has made them mentally ill, they say, calling for 75 million people to be put in FEMA camps. Brennan went on to say about 20 million cannot be reprogrammed and they have to be killed. Are you hearing me? This is the United States of America. And they're so boldly coming against Christians already. They say their children need to be taken from them or the children will grow up as messed up and dangerous as the conservative parents are. If the church doesn't develop champion faith and the strength to become salt and light, to be David's, Moses, Daniel, and others that stood up for God Donald Trump should never be relied upon to save a nation. Once again, if the church doesn't become salt and light, the heroes of the Bible, David, Moses, Daniel, instead of relying on 
probably the best president in the history of America, Donald Trump. Yet the church pastors behind the pulpit should have been a Donald Trump for many years. They should have come up against sin. They should come up against what's going on right now instead of sitting back and preaching sermons to manipulate people to give money. Again, Donald Trump should have never been relied upon to save a nation. That responsibility has always been the commission of the believer. Matthew 28, 19. Go and make disciples of all nations. My message today is the battle for faith. This is a live audience. It's in our Bible college, our chapel classroom here at World Ministries International. 1 Timothy 6.12. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. To which you were called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Fight the good fight of faith. Faith. Faith is relying on God's word. Faith is obeying God's word. Faith is trusting in God's word. You have to protect your faith. You have to let your faith grow because every person is born with a measure of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life because if you lose your faith, you don't have eternal life. To which you were also called and have confessed. The good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Even though the warning is that you have confessed your faith in front of many witnesses, you can lose your faith. Point number one, what is faith? Faith means that you know you have it and you don't have to see it, touch it, taste it, smell it, or hear it. To know it exists. I know I'm married. I don't have to see her. Touch her. Taste her. Smell her. Or hear her. I can be around the world. And I know I'm married. Are you married to Jesus Christ? Do you know it? You live knowing that you have something. Yet your five physical senses have not perceived or discerned yet. So when you pray and believe God for an answer. You believe you have it even though you haven't perceived it in the five-sense realm yet. Faith doesn't have to rely on the five senses. That's faith, staying right there in your heart, believing that you already have whatever it is, whatever you've asked, whatever you've prayed for, even though you can't feel it or smell it yet. It's like a beautiful dinner. What is your favorite dinner? Well... Maybe mine is lamb chops. I love lamb chops. Oh, with some good vegetables. Cooked spinach. I can smell it. I can taste it. With my imagination. And with your imagination, you know God is there. Right there. Right here. Right now. You know it. You don't have to touch him. He's there in your heart. Believing that you already have whatever it is. That you've asked him for. You must keep believing that you have that job. That raise. That new business idea. That healing. Or whatever it is. You must keep believing by faith all the time. You have it. Why? Because you believe in God.
and God said it. So you have it. I have faith that you can win this battle because God said you can. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. You can win. You can have it. John 5, 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath eternal life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. He that heareth my word, God speaking, Jesus speaking, reading the word of God, listening to the preacher, teacher, witness speak it, and believes on him. To believe means to adhere, to rely, to trust and obey. That's what it means in the Greek. Has everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation. Condemnation. You're not guilty anymore. You're not condemned. You've been forgiven. You're passed from death unto life. I argued with a demon the other day. He was trying to condemn me all over the place. And I just quoted scripture. I am justified. Oh, you're not this. I am justified. I am righteous. I have the authority in Christ Jesus. I am a child of God. I am under the blood and you have no authority. Do you know who you are? Can you cast out demons? Or the, does the demon beat you up because you don't know the word of God? Why am I perfect? Because I'm justified. I am perfect. Amen. You're perfect. If you're not deliberately in sin. Because we're justified. John 5, 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you. He that hears my word and believes on him that sent me has everlasting life. Do you see that? He that believes has everlasting life. To hear, to rely, to trust and obey. I believe in Jesus, but yet you don't obey him. You don't trust in him. You don't pray. You have mental assent. There's a big difference between mental assent that the demons have and the devil has, knowing there is a God, yes, they recognize it. Besides believing, relying, trusting, obey, which is submission, submitting your will. They have not submitted their will. They're in total rebellion. Somebody says, I'm a Christian, but you're in cohabitation. You're not a Christian. You are a sinner. And you're not saved by grace yet unless you repent and leave that state. Leave it. Point number two, you must believe. Point number one was, what is faith? And the message is the battle for faith. So point number two, you must believe. This is astonishing. All you and I have to do is believe. To adhere, to rely, to trust and obey. That's it. It's just submission to the will of God. Instead of rebellion. Righteousness versus selfishness. Selfishness is the will of man. Righteousness is the will of God. All you have to do is believe. Do the same thing you did to get saved. Believe God's word. His promise to you. Believing is the possessing of a thing. You possessed your salvation by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you enjoy the Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen radio program? Please take a minute to pray if the Lord would have you help us with the substantial financial burden of this program. We receive no grants or funding from any organization or government agency and have no other means of support than the gracious and generous giving of our listeners. 
World Ministries bears the entire burden. In about 30 seconds, you can donate at worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. Thank you for your gifts, generosity, and graciousness. Faith is like a hand that takes, which means you are not in faith until you say, I have it, and I mean it. I have it. What do you have? You have faith. What do you have? You have your healing. What do you have? You have, if you need a job promotion, what do you have? Prosperity. What do you have? Protection. What do you have? Deliverance. What do you need? Do you have it? Do you believe it? Do you possess it? Do you claim it? The reason why most people have not seen the manifestations of their prayers is because they are waiting to see it, touch it, taste it, hear it, or smell it. They want their five senses, like doubting Thomas. I won't believe until I put my finger into his side. Again, they're waiting to see it, touch it, taste it, hear it, smell it, before they say they have it. Well, I don't think you're going to get it then. You're going to have to go to the doctor and see him and touch him and taste him and hear him and smell him because faith is none of that. These people have not gotten to faith yet. The only time you are in faith is when you say that you have something that your five senses don't perceive yet. Your five senses, I'm not healed, but yet you say, I'm healed. Are you healed? Are you saved? If you have to see it, touch it, taste it, hear it, or smell it, then you're not saved. You're doubting Thomas still in that room that Jesus has to appear and lead you to the cross. Can you see now why Satan would fight you over your faith? We're in a battle for our faith. I am, you are. We're in a battle. You're in a battle for your salvation, for your soul, not only for healing and deliverance. You're in a battle for eternal life. Let me give you this news, though. He can't do a thing with it. Satan can't do a thing unless you give him permission. Unless you entertain his doubts. Unless you become like Adam and Eve. Give excuses for your disobedience. Well, the devil tricked me. The serpent tricked me. How did he trick you? He just caused you to doubt God's word. There's no deception there. You're just stupid. God said something and you didn't want to listen to God. So you can say, he deceived me. I'm not sure if that's deception as much as stupidity. God said, don't do it. Now, if, if you're working for somebody and the person tells you, your employer, don't do it, and you do it anyway, is that deception? I'm looking at a, a guy, Scotty. He, he, you know, I know he's had people working for him. And if you tell somebody not to do something and he does it, is that deception or is that just flat out disobedience? Disobedience. You call him a rebel? Do you call him stupid? Well, you call him something. You're fired. Are we together? Well, how, how are you deceived? You were told not to do it. Yeah. Scotty looks like he has a fortitude to say, you're fired. You're fired. And that sounds pretty good. You're fired. <laughs> Donald Trump, <laughs> before he became president, 
you're fired. What was it, The Apprentice? I wish he could say that to the Democrats. You're fired. <laughs> Especially Nancy Pelosi. Out, 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 devil. I mean, Jezebel. I mean, oh, Pelosi. <sighs> what comes out of the heart, the mouth speaketh. When we know the reality of who she really is. An evil woman used by Satan to try to destroy America. Again, that's why Satan wants to fight you over your faith. He can't do a thing to you without your permission, without your cooperation. I know we prayed for some people before this began. And I listened to different ones as they were praying for different people, instructions. And they, they you know, some was speaking the word of God, confessing the word of God. Confessing sin. If we confess the word of God and we repent of our sin, we're forgiven. And our prayers can be answered. Amen? If we confess the word of God. You know, I am a sinner saved by grace. That's what we all are. I am a sinner saved by grace. You're a sinner saved by grace. Your faith was given to you in a measure. Romans 12, 3. These people have not forgotten their faith. The only time you are in faith is when you say that you have something that your five senses don't perceive yet. I'm healed. Can you see now that Satan, he'll fight you over your faith. He'll fight me. But he has no power to take it from you. Only you can give up your faith. Only you can listen to his lying, deceiving ways. And so you doubt God's word. Only you can do that. I can also tell you that the more you use your faith, the stronger and more powerful it will become. It is like exercising your muscles. The more you believe God, the more you'll be able to believe God. Again, there is a fight you're engaged in. That is where the fight of faith resides. Satan will do everything he can to get you to look at the sense realm. Five senses. As your confirmation of what you have or what you don't have. He's going to try and back you into a corner and make you produce some tangible evidence that you have what you say you have. And guess what? You have all the evidence you need. You have all the evidence the apostles had. You say, Jesus was there. Jesus is here. The word of God became flesh and dwelt among us. The Holy Spirit document in a written form. If you don't obey this, you don't obey Jesus right in front of you. Why do I say that? Because the, the disciples constantly made a lot of mistakes. And you're no different. Faith is the title deed. Point number three. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for. Being the reproof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving a real fact as real fact, what is not revealed to the senses. It accepts it as real fact. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Your faith is, a, is your tangible evidence. Hallelujah. So when Satan comes and asks you to produce ownership papers... Just pull out your faith. It's the title deed, the deed of ownership. For example, if I go online and purchase a car and the company or person sends me the title to the car, do I own the car? 
even though it hasn't been delivered to my house? Yes, I own the car and I can prove it by the title deed in my hand. This is my title deed. I own faith and salvation. Jesus is my savior. I have the authority that God has given all believers that are submitted to his will. I'm forgiven. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm sanctified. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Do you? Your faith is tangible. The same is true for what you are believing for. Your faith means you own something, although it hasn't been delivered to your house yet. The law says when you have the title deed, then you've got whatever it's the title to. Don't let your five senses talk you out of your title deed. It doesn't matter what it is. Unfortunately, the reason most people don't receive answers to their prayers is because of that right there. They've got to have the five senses in operation. You're never going to see miracles. You're never going to walk a life of true faith because you don't have faith. You have to be doubting Thomas. They let the physical realm dictate what they have in the spiritual realm. Then they get talked right out of faith over a feeling. Don't let that happen to you. Matthew 9, 29. Then touched he their eyes, saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. Jesus said things are manifested in your life according to your faith. Which means, do you have faith to start something and not finish? Do you have faith or two or three days? And then you get like Peter. Peter's faith got him out of the boat in the middle of the storm, Matthew 14, 22 through 33. And his faith caused him to stand on water, but his faith couldn't hold him so he could make it to Jesus. Is that you? Does your faith get you so far and then it short circuits at a certain point? Peter had faith that lasted him a little while. But then he started looking at the five senses and he gave up. Maybe I don't have it. Maybe I can't walk on water. Maybe I can't do this thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe God won't protect me going into this nation of genocide. I know he said it, but maybe he won't. Oh, then you won't go. And that's why most people don't go. And that's why most Christians submitted to Hitler. They relied on the five senses. Is that what Christians are doing in America today? You bet they are. Peter had faith that lasted just a little while. And then he looked at the five senses and he gave up. All because we can't hold on to faith when the wind starts to blow. Don't let that happen to you. You can win the battle for your faith. You just have to believe, to rely, adhere, trust, and obey. Hebrews 11, 1 through 11. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is a substance. By faith, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the world were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which do appear. God said it, it happened. That's faith. By faith, Abel offered himself unto God a more excellent sacrifice than by Cain, which he obtained witnesses that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it, being he being dead yet speaketh. Why did God receive 
Abel's sacrifice because he admitted he was a sinner and he needed the blood to cover his sin. And Abel, in his self-righteousness, did not admit he was a sinner. He did not need the blood. He made his own sacrifice. And many of you make your own supposed sacrifice. You do it your way, and God doesn't accept your sacrifice. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. He was not found because God had translated him, for before his translation, he had his testimony that he pleased God. By faith, it is impossible to please God. Without it, you can't do it without faith. Please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah had been warned of God of things not yet seen, moved with fear, prepared an ark, and he and his household were saved. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place for which he should go after, receives an inheritance. He obeyed. By faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. By faith. Sarah. By faith. By faith, we do miracles. By faith, we confront Pharaoh. By faith, we speak out against sin, tyranny, and stealing an election. By faith, we take back America. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.